Hi, I'm Georgia. And I'm Amanda. I have bipolar one. And I have depression. Welcome to Going Loco, a podcast where you don't have to go loco alone. We got you, boo. Think of us as a companion podcast to your next mental breakdown. Do we think mental health is serious? Absolutely. Do we need to be solemn about it? Absolutely not. Are we going to be PC about it? Not a chance. So all the lunatics, the psychos, the cray-crays, the mentals, the kooky peeps, the nutsos, we see you, we hear you. We are you. Are you low? Are you high? Come as you are. And we'll be here discussing all things mental health. Welcome. Welcome. Ding, ding, ding. Generic trigger warning. Okay, so we both hate trigger warnings and we swore black and blue that we wouldn't do a trigger warning. So here is our trigger warning. This podcast is about sad things. This podcast is about when you're having a shit one. But mostly this podcast is about having a laugh because Amanda and I never fail to find the laugh. So there's some dark laughs, guys. So, to the trigger warning, if you're a person like us who likes to stamp it all down real deep and then you can't read or hear about certain topics for fear it will completely crack you open and you're afraid you'll never stop weeping, if you'd rather shit yourself in public than cry, firstly, hello, you're one of our people. Secondly, here comes your warning that today's podcast touches on some rough content around mental health. Crazy than a pair of shit out rats Georgia and Amanda Head mouse, head mouse, frequent flyers Amanda and Georgia are going local Come with us and go local too We're going local Look at us go. We're fucking we're nearly at 20. Oh my God, that's disgusting. We need to break up. That's it. <laughs> so productive. Yes. Epic. 17. 17, 17. Oh, yeah. What's, um, Jesus, what's, I didn't look up the bingo call. Fucking hell, Georgia. This is why we've got to break up. That's it. I'm getting the cat. I'm taking the cat. Oh, you killed the cat. Oh no, too soon. Sorry, too soon. Yeah, no, wait. I'm on fire tonight, Jesus. All right, Georgia, what's been happening? Tell me about life, love, the way things are. We're in a new location. We are. We are recording in my garage. Does it sound better? Because it's a bit like a studio, guys. It does. It looks like it sounds better on the squiggly line thing that we have. Let us know. I mean. Well, no, don't. (laughs) Don't give us any feedback about sound. It's hard enough. For fuck's sake. (laughs) But I, look, I'm really, I'm angry. (laughs) Why, Georgia? I'm on a diet, guys, oh. or a healthy eating plan. Yes, good, good refund. And just <laughs> fucking raging. Yeah, because you're hungry. I'm hungry and I'm just ready. Like that's devastating. It's I actually I physically lunged at Stuart the other day. <laughs> because <laughs> because he had a snack <laughs> yeah. and you wanted it. <laughs> He did say, he's like, you are really, really angry. He's like, when do you reckon, like, what's the timeline? When do you think that might end? I'm like, I don't know. But I, like, I can't even, like, just, because I'm going from 
you know, eating for Australia, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> national like, sport. National, national sport. sport. Love it. To, you know, probably what normal people eat. I'm doing Weight Watchers, guys. If they want to jump in and sponsor us, please yeah, go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's – no, it's good. I actually feel heaps better. Like, yeah, I love that. But it's been – I think I'm hopefully getting to the end of the hunger soon because, yeah, it's been – the angry, the angry rage. It's real. Epic. Like Stu went to the supermarket. So he does the shopping because I kind of like to be a bit more abundant with the way that I <laughs> do the grocery shopping and he can stick to a budget. So, <laughs> and it's, you know, cost of living. Yes. He can stick to a budget. So yeah. he came. Man skills. Man skills. That. He came home um, and he, um, I write the list there and I do the meal plan, right? Yeah. And so I had baby bell cheese on there. Yeah. Anyway, he comes home and he's like, fucking $11 for five of these. And I was like, oh, I thought you would have just like deleted it off. Because, you know, yeah. if, he, if things. That's are... like only $1.70 each around uh, about. I don't know. Is that girl maths? You'd... Maybe. Yeah. I just assume. seem like an, I didn't a think lot. it would. Well, I just assumed so he'll just take things off if they're outside the budget. And I thought, oh, he's just going to, he'll take, yeah. you know. I said, why don't you just take it off? And he said, I I thought it was one of your, like, a small treat that you can have every day. And I didn't know what you would do if I didn't be- bring home the Baby Bell mini cheese wheels. Amanda, I didn't what, I'll say that again. I didn't know what you would do if I didn't bring home the mini was, Baby Bell cheese wheels. Was this before or after the lunch? <laughs> after. After, I said. Well, I've always said Stu's a smart man. He's a smart, smart man. man. I love it. Good on you for sticking with well, it. Well, I just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's time. When I was pregnant, yeah. I had gestational diabetes. Yeah. You know, the the trajectory from that is like type 2, can be oh. quite often type 2 diabetes. And That's I kind nice. of had had this mindset where I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm fucking getting it anyway. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm on Seroquel. <laughs> like, take it. I'll take it. The odds are stacked against me because, you know, the Seroquel, it raises your blood sugar, it raises oh, your appetite. Happen. And I was uh, like, yeah. God, so I can't win. And I You're thought, fighting a losing battle, yeah. And I thought, no, actually try. <laughs> like, All right, so. Actually try, yeah. Let's get a high five then. Oh, yeah. Ooh. When oh, I finally I do. So The kids were like. Mum's on it because I was like just raging in the car, yeah. like just like, <laughs> like I'm twitching, and they're like, "Yep, Mum's on a diet. She's very angry." It's like, how does the defendant you... bleed? <laughs> I was on a diet, Your Honour. Like, fair. Fucking, I didn't know what you would do if, you, if I didn't bring the mini cheese. Did you enjoy those cheeses? They would have Fuck tasted yeah. so good. All a dollar seventy-five of them. Oh yeah. If that no, mouse no, no, is no, wrong. No. Why are you paying attention to that and not our funny <laughs> content? <laughs> but right. how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I've just come back from Queensland, actually. I went up to Queensland to see my niece, yes. my brother's daughter. Yeah. That's what a niece is. That is what a niece is. Yeah. <laughs> I went with my mum and my stepdad and my twin sister and her, my niece, her daughter. Yeah. So that's, two if nieces. you can believe it, two nieces. <laughs> It was a bloody lovely time. It was bloody oh, lovely and hot. I got shat on twice. Did you now? I did, yeah. Who shat on you? Well, Your brother, your wh- sister, <laughs> or your nieces? It's just what our family does. My nieces, <laughs> one each. They had a oh, they, they had both. Tag team shit, yeah. Well, yeah, they did. One was more of a shat while oh. I was holding it. Just a bit of an overcommit on a fart. 
That was fun. That was a bit of a spray, that was. A bit of a spray. Bit yeah. of a spray. I don't have children myself, so it's all new experiences. <laughs> uh, the other one was in the pool, the wading Ooh. pool, and she just um, kind of shuffled them, shuffled them out the side <laughs> of her nappy. Some chunky ones. Some yeah, bloaters. they were. Oh, like I had to fish them out. them out. I had yes. to scoot them out, yeah. <laughs> and I was babysitting on my own, so I was a bit like, ooh, Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, this is, yeah, I couldn't do the, what do we do in this situation, mum? Because yeah, like, she knows she's oh, had five kids. Mum, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't, what we like to call that is a classic handball. Oh. I couldn't, I couldn't handball. Couldn't handball these shits. No. But it was a lovely trip. My brother and I drove up. It's a long way. That it's was a drive. long way. Yeah. Was we, we did stop in Sydney. Yeah, you sent me some pictures from the, the RSL. <laughs> on the Bricky's oh. keyboard. <laughs> okay, this is cooked, guys, right? I am so shit at booking accommodation. Like, I, um, it's just like, it's actually a, it's like, a skill. It is it? a skill. Yeah. So I'm in the car and I'm booking accommodation in Sydney on the way. Yeah. And I'm so proud of myself because I think I've absolutely nailed, nailed this. It down. Yeah, yeah, it was cheap and cheerful. I was like, Excellent. oh, photos were quite nice. We get yeah. there and it is a cracked in. <laughs> like it is a flat out cracked in. Like I had a pokies venue. I thought I was like, oh, it's got a pool table. What a yeah. boon! But no, the pool table was just um, pool table of sadness. It was yeah. It was taken over by gangs of youths. So we went to the local Rissal. Oh, north. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. quite north outside. Oh, so it was yes. like a mini Vegas inside. Oh, wow. Yeah, the pictures were great. Yeah, yeah. There was like, anyway, I'm a smoker. I've got my, I've got my white wine. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, where can I smoke? And she's like, where's the smoking section? Yeah. She's like, oh, it's just through there. Okay. Shit, you know, it's like through the pokies bit. Yeah. Um, and then there was just like more pokies. And what they had was like a planter box in the middle that went all the way to the roof, so yeah. the smoke could get out. There was literally ashtrays attached to the side of these, of these poker machines. Oh, so you literally didn't have to leave. You didn't have to leave. Like, put your adult nappy on. (laughs) Yeah, it was dark, man. It was dark. Like, I was like, I was like, surely this is, how is this legal? I was like, are the laws different in New South Wales? Oh, possibly, actually. Yeah, That you can smoke inside there? Must be. Because that's definitely inside. I don't care how many ceiling fans and bloody... (laughs) Holes you poke in the, the roof envelope. with a bloody planter box. <laughs> oh, they were pushing the wow. envelope so hard. It'd be like square meterage kind of thing, like yeah, yeah, yeah. with the regs. It left a bad taste in my mouth, <laughs> mostly because it was a room filled with smoke. Also, I lost ten bucks, and that was oh, it for me and the pokies. Well, good. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> taught my brother to listen to on the car ride there. I yeah, taught him yeah. to listen to talk back radio, oh, yeah, which yeah, he wasn't yeah. too. And yeah. he taught me how to use a poker machine. Okay, excellent. Yeah, it's you all about learn. sharing. Sharing. Yeah, sharing experience. Sharing what we know yeah. about the world. But, <laughs> but I lost my 10 bucks. Yeah. Brutal. Fuck you, West Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what else is happening, George? Well, I've moved house. Look, prior to Sunday, I hadn't actually physically seen the place. <laughs> Drew had set it up and I was like, rental crisis, just snap it up. Yeah, um, love. We moved in. We did it in a weekend. I mean... Uh, <laughs> That's a miracle. There's a lot of, <clears throat> as Amanda would attest to, there's a lot of shit still here that needs to be cleaned out. Yeah, but just burn it, Georgia. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> look, someone, That's my solid advice for moving yeah, house 15 just, times. Just burn it. I did look at it and go, maybe we could just throw it all out. Because we got, well, we got to the new place and I was like, this is great. Is this how people live? Like... People that like, <laughs> I got three. You know, I've got three kids. We've we've lived here for fourteen years. We've accumulated like a lot of shit. Yeah. Like some would say, 
Some would call it lived in. <laughs> Others would call it peri- perilously close to being hoarded out of your own home. <laughs> like, you know, either or. But, um, tomato, tomato. <laughs> tomato, tomato. But, yeah, I did. It's like I don't love change and moving and blah, blah, blah. But actually I got there. You've actually went, coped with this really well. Were like, you distracted by the diet? The well, diet rage? <laughs> No, I found it refreshing. Like the new space, I feel like a new. I was like, I feel like a new person, just like oh. having to being forced to organize myself and sort through all the stuff. And there's still a lot to yeah. go. But I was like, actually, Mari Kondo might be right. There's something oh. to this. Like, but you didn't throw anything out, Georgia. It's still here. <laughs> still here. I've still got to do it. You half Mari Kondo it. <laughs> you just moved house, left I everything left behind, it. and you were just like, I'm done. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I think if Stu, no, you have to hold it up, ask you if what does it does ask, it bring me? Does it does bring, it, bring does joy? Does it spark joy? Does it spark joy? All right. Well, if we're going with that criteria, Stuart's gone, the kids are gone, <laughs> the dog's gone. So I it's don't just know, me Murray. and the baby <laughs> bell cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Spark joy. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, a high criteria. A high, I think with me because I I do have a tendency to hang on to things a bit and I think it does tie into what we're going to talk about yes. today yeah because our topic is grief, grief. and part yep. of that is because it's things that mum who's passed away or Lexi who's passed away gave to me or yeah. they hold I can't this and then but then probably some things the meaning I've ascribed to them is too much for the object I don't know it do you, That's funny. You, I actually don't have that. Yeah, okay. Which is a is a weird thing. Yeah. We're probably jumping ahead of ourselves. We are we? jumping ahead of ourselves. Before we do that. Oh yes. We've got a call. We've got a <laughs> message. We've got a message from our probably listener. listeners. Let me, I'm gonna <laughs> here we go. Hopefully it's loud enough. Because you know, we never stuff up the sound. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia and Amanda, and Amanda and Georgia is Tim from Thailand. Yeah. Hello. Yes, here I am in Jomtien, where it's oh. already 34 degrees and sunny. So Fuck I you. just want to tell you again that I love your show. Yes. I want to highlight a third broad category of mental illness. Yes. And that is it. Wait for it. Anxiety. Uh, Anxiety. Different. Yeah. What I want... Oh, when I went through my major experience mm. of um, mental illness, some professionals seem to just top anxiety or lump anxiety together with depression, mm. which I've never understood. They do, don't they? Given mm. that I've never had depression or clinical depression yeah. all my life, I've just been depressed as a result of the developing, debilitating effects of anxiety. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. I wish you girls well. Aww. Yes, I'm having the time of my life. And yes, I will see my beautiful boyfriend next weekend. Yeah. Anyway, lots of love. Take care, Tim. Oh, oh, lots of love to you, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Amazing. Yeah, we were talking about this. Obviously, we listened to it before. Um, Georgia, you were talking about... Yeah, when I, I they yeah. do tend to lump it together because I remember when I was a teenager and initially what I had was quite a bit of anxiety and the doctor was like, and then eventually it did turn into depression and they were like, oh, well, that's what happens when you live with anxiety for a yeah. long time that it will automatically turn into depression. I don't know if that's true for everyone though or if that's not even a true thing to say, but I know that 
Yeah, they definitely do seem to lump it yeah. together, don't they? I wonder if it, it's like that's something to do with like kind of the checklist that you go through. Because I do yeah. have one friend who has been diagnosed with generalised anxiety disorder, but oh, yeah. um, she's the only one I know. Everyone else kind of got the label of depression. depression yeah. And I know, Tim, like my symptoms are anxiety, like just being like a super heightened super anxious all the time you know to the point where i just go to bed because it's just easier yeah like the overwhelm kicks in and i'm like all right we'll just go to bed then yeah like that's actually how it manifests for me so when i got a diagnosis of um depression i was like are you sure yeah like i was like because like it it presents it it feels like anxiety to me yeah so it's yeah that's super interesting that it doesn't yeah, I don't hear it being categorised, separated, out. separated yeah. that much. Yeah, It's interesting that Tim was like, um, the only thing that makes me depressed is being anxious. Yeah. Yeah, like hard relate to that, <laughs> yeah. hard relate, yeah. Like if I could just stop this if feeling, I, stop anxiety. I wouldn't be so fucking sad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it's not, yeah, like depression is not a sadness. It is a, it's, for yeah. me it's an overwhelm and, and an anxiety thing, but that's just those feelings, that's what we call it. I, you know, my depression. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sense of overwhelm. And eventually, I guess it does tip into sadness. I don't sit in sad very well, so. Yeah. And that's today's topic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, grief. Yeah. Thank you for thank, thank you, you for too. leaving a voicemail to oh, I wanted to say that reminded me. Yes, it's love hearing for you from you, Tim. And also, guys, we love hearing from all of you. Yeah. So if you want to leave a voice message. We um, won't read it out if you don't. We won't yeah, play it if you don't if want you don't it want to it, be played. Just let us know if you don't want it played. But basically, yeah. if you go to the website, which is goinglocopodcast.com. We had to look that up. Yes. We did have to look that up. <laughs> Thanks, Stu, for creating yeah. that. Um, there is, it's on, on the phone or on the web browser, there is a little, when you scroll down, a little pink rectangle that says send voicemail and you just hit that um and you can leave, leave us a voice message and we love we really love hearing we're from so stoked georgia messaged yeah. me straight away yeah all right georgia what are we talking about this week oh, so grief guys grief uh, good one George, uh, George is going to try and out-grief me. Oh, yeah. What are your stats, mate? Yeah, How many so, dead bodies have you dropped? Oh, look, I've only got the one. Oh, You've got two. On. I've got two. Yeah, just, I know. Yeah. Let, let's give some context for our listeners because there's some of you who don't know. Yeah. Let's just lay it all out so we, we'll get the playing field done yeah, before I beat you. Yeah, you get started. Yeah. You tell us your story. Okay, so um, for those... Of some of you don't know, um, when I was, I'm 42 now, when I was 32, my partner of four years, who was absolute legend, Dominic, um, passed away after having a heart transplant. Uh, there were some complications after the transplant, so he was mm-hmm. in hospital kind of over the Christmas period. And then in January 2014, 13, 14, yeah. it's all a blur. Um he passed away from complications from this heart transplant, yeah. which, if you can believe it, threw a bit of a spanner in my works and yeah, threw me into grief for, like, serious grief for the first time. That's yeah. the first time I've ever experienced, like, serious grief. Yeah. And I guess when I say serious grief, I mean um, having someone who has a day-to-day impact on your life pass away. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, I'd lost grandparents before, and um, but, yeah, having someone very very close to me die like literally lives in this yeah like, we live together yeah um yeah. yeah die so that's my that's my background yeah that's yeah. 
That's my um, stats for today. Oh. All right, Georgia, our <laughs> grief me, come on. I don't know if I do. We were saying off the mics that yeah. it's different grief because I haven't had a partner or a spouse die, so yeah. that's a very different I also have my thing. mother yeah. and I haven't had a sibling die. It is a different it's experience. A different thing. And we are going to like kind of talk about yeah. our different experiences with that. Yeah. So my stats, I mean, I, I may have sort of talked about it a little bit yeah. before, but just to cover off if you're new here. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the suck. Um, yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah, when I was um, 21, my mum passed away mm. from breast cancer. She'd had um, cancer for like uh, about six years before she mm. passed away. So it was quite a long um, thing. And then when I was uh, 25, my sister Lexi um, committed suicide. Um, she mm. also had bipolar um, and, yeah, died when I was 25. So, big yeah, one. big one. And look, for me, um, it was what propelled me into my diagnosis of bipolar when Lexi mm. died. Um, I Double whammy. Stop manic. trying to up your stats, <laughs> <I> mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not a competition, but it was. Georgia would win. Who did it better? Yeah. Who wore it better? <laughs> Who went crazier? Yeah. I went pretty crazy. But yeah, you went yeah. actually clinically crazy. I did. But tell me about your yeah. crazy. Um, I just was. I just wandered around the house. I uh, couldn't concentrate on anything. Yeah. Couldn't do anything. Like I just went crazy. I just th- like actually my perception of how the world looked just kind of changed. Okay, that was like really non-specific. So crazy, tell me more. Yeah. Okay. So crazy is the wrong word for it. It's basically that feeling of like, it it was like a fog, like it looked like this, just this fog came down. I couldn't um, think straight. I couldn't get, like, I could only kind of do one thing at a time, which generally people do, but like, I just could, couldn't concentrate on anything. I had to stop working. I was freelancing at the time. So you don't work, you don't get paid. That was a bit of a kicker. Um, so I, I literally was like, I just can't, all the work that I had can't been given it. to me, like that, I, you know, commissioned, I just had to give that back yep. and just be like, sorry, my brain doesn't work. It just doesn't, it just didn't yeah. work. I just was wandering around my house, like drinking beer and picking things up and putting them back down. Yeah. It was fucked. Just it was shocked. Like yeah. in a shock, like a real. Yeah. Cause you're just like, I don't know where to start. Like everything needs to shift. Yeah. And I just like barely know where to start. And you had to literally yeah. like move out, like yeah. So were... we had a rental property together, and it was just us two. Yeah. And because I wasn't working, yeah, uh, I was like, I need you to get to... the fuck out of the, this you house, like. Yeah. And I had to break lease and like provide a death certificate to the rental oh, agency wow. to break lease. I had to have people coming through the house, um, you know, like with rental because they were yeah. trying to lease the house speak... out. Oh, so yeah, to yeah. like cleaning it up to have people yeah. come through. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, like, they were like, why are you moving out? I'm like, my partner died. Yeah. Just like flat out, I was like, they were like when it. I was like, like ten days ago, oh my like God. literally, just like had no zero concept of appropriateness. Like I just was like, well, that's what's happening, and maybe yeah. this like need to kind of normalize it or like have people not to react in a yeah. shocked way. Yeah, I don't know. It because was a weird one. You're probably trying to you're trying to connect, aren't you? Like it's so yeah. isolated. It can be oh, so isolating. isolating yeah. because of the social norms around it. Yeah. Like that you were probably just like, I don't know. I feel like you've always done that 
with your grief, like being quite straight up about it, and oh yeah, like, like I it's fucked. <laughs> often, like oh, I often find myself <clears throat> lying to avoid to not have someone oh. react. Like I've had someone say, "What are you doing for Mother's Day?" and I was like, "Oh, I don't know. We'll pop up." Like just because I didn't want to say my mum was oh, dead. Away. Oh. Whereas I feel like you always just kind of say it. Oh like yeah. A, like I. I hate the awkwardness in other people, so we'll often find myself sometimes just not. I'm so used to the awkwardness. So, <clears> but do you ever lie not to say it? Like, oh, say, okay, you want to hear awkward? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Dom has passed away for like maybe, yeah, it's maybe been 10, I don't know why 10 days, that's going to be the sure, thing, it's like days. 10 days. Yeah. Um, and I go to a friend's um, birthday, like a friend's kid's birthday party. Yeah. I'm her, like... Dom and I are her godparents. Yep. So I'm like, I'm turning up to this party. And obviously yep. it's like, I want to be around my friends as well because they, like, are his yeah. friends as well. And I was, yeah. But, like, obviously the word hadn't got around to everyone that he passed oh. away. And I'm standing with, like, three or four people and someone turns around to me and they're like, oh. Because Dom was in hospital for a period of time before yep. he passed away. They were like, how's Dom going with his heart transplant? And I was like, like, Georgia? Fucking everybody in the group was just like that new scattered oh, to the wind. Come on. They just scattered they were just like, Oh, that's the most nah. fucking awkward thing nah. I've ever nah. been in. Yeah. They were just like, nope, 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 nope. nope, nope. Like literally walked away. Literally walked away. Oh, fucking hell. I was abandoned. I was just standing there on my own, just like, oh I was like, Oh, he didn't make it. And I was so apologetic. Just yeah, like, oh, because this poor person was like <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't know, and I was like, "I know. I'm. I feel sorry, sorry for, you for you having to talk to me right now. Yeah, like yeah. that's fucked. Yeah, but at least you get to go away, and like, to the next person, be like, oh, I just did this oh. totally awkward, <laughs> fucked up thing.' Whereas I get to tell it on a podcast ten years later, and it, as it being a really solid memory of some fuck shit that happened to me. <laughs> that's fine. They didn't mean it. They didn't. Do you know what also is about the um, with that fog thing yeah. as well is I think it's also like this brain protection mechanism because yeah. I, you have this sensation that you have like kind of, this is for me anyway, yeah. that I have forgotten something. But yes. what my brain is trying to do is yes. forget so I can get on mm-hmm. with the things I need to do. But also then it it's like your brain's working overtime to forget this horrible thing. And then when you do remember. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, it's like being kicked in the chest by a horse. You're like, oh, it all comes forward. Yeah. And then your brain goes back into like, oh, let's try and forget that. But like it's do, just working overtime. I would do that in the morning. So every time oh, I yeah. wake up, I'd be like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. Like I remember having one thought where I was like, oh, i got to tell mum that that, oh. that mum died. No. <gasps> yes. <laughs> dead yeah but like oh, i gotta tell mum that big thing that happened oh 100%. she was the big thing yeah. that happened yeah. i remember being at the funeral at dom's funeral <laughs> and i'm like given a bloody eulogy at this oh, thing yeah and then i and like i come outside the church it was in a church so we come outside the church and i'm yeah. standing in the blue stone gutter yeah. watching this bloody coffin go into a hearse and i'm thinking yeah. fuck i can't wait for this to be over so that i can go and tell dom how hard this day was yeah and then my brain being like, why isn't he here? They're like, just putting all the things together. Because he's dead. Yeah. 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 Your brain is just catching yeah. up. 
it takes that, ages it as takes well. Ages. And you, that feeling of you feeling like you've forgotten something. For me, it's like was feeling like you'd lost something. Yeah. Like how did I let? How did I let this happen? Like with especially oh, with yeah. the suicide, Lexi's suicide. Oh, yeah. it was like how did this? Like feeling that anxiousness of oh yeah, you, some like I could have done something. Yeah. You know that feeling that I should have done. There should have been more that I would have done. Yeah, and she wouldn't have done it. And so you're constantly like, fuck, I can't believe. I can't believe she's done yeah. it. Like, what? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like a problem shooting thing, isn't it? Yeah, where you're like, and you just got that, you've got, I remember having just like an anxious feeling for like three or four weeks. Yeah, like disgusting. Just like a simmering, like, because it's like, yeah, you're trying to fix it and you can't. Oh, yeah, you're trying to you're fix trying to it. Like, ch- 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 <clears throat> and you're like, there's no fixing there this. There is no fixing it. And you it. just wake up feeling like sick to the, your yeah. stomach. Like, Denial is such an interesting one, isn't it? Because yeah. I remember reading, I think I read a Harlan Corbin book during the time because I always read, when my brain's not working properly, I was reading thrillers. Oh, thrillers, yeah. And romance is the other yeah. genre I read. Um, <clears throat> and this book happened to be about someone who had kind of faked his own death and oh. my brain was working overtime to like was like oh maybe that's what's happened with dom and then oh. having to like be like that's not what happened you literally had to turn the machines off yeah like, like not you personally but you know <laughs> like it literally it happened, it happened. you were there yeah. you've seen this but, but you do yeah yeah but your brain just doesn't want to do it it so. doesn't like i remember thinking when we moved from the flat that we used to live in to yeah. here and i was like I don't want to move because Lexi and Mum won't know where to find me. I'm oh, like, they're yeah. dead. They they're not finding you. Like why? Oh. <laughs> Oof. But Oof. If, but you know they they knew that place that we lived. Yeah. And maybe it's just that feeling of moving on and oh yeah. They're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's such a weird. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of that. Like we were talking. You were talking about like not wanting to get rid of things because yeah. you attach. Um, I don't. I didn't have. I don't have that. Is that because you had to clear up the house and go? Like you were forced to kind of go through his things so early on, um, or you just you didn't have it at all. A lot of stuff. I think a lot of people helped. Helped you with do storage. It. I think. Yeah. No, I don't know. Okay, so the main things that were so he was a musician. So the yeah. main my main concerns was where are these? Where's this drum kit going? I don't play drums. Yeah, you know, and his guitars and like those to me felt like yeah. valuable objects. Okay, and they got distributed to his, his family, very talented family of musicians. Yeah, um, they also play. So other than that, I didn't feel like anything. Like is didn't hold yeah didn't hold weight. It'd be like my book collection. Like as long as my book collection uh, goes somewhere safe, then you're then I'm right. like I feel like that's okay. Everything else is just fodder. Oh fuck! See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh, mum gave me this pair of socks and like fucking like yeah, cling like, to le- it like lunatic level, not lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> loco level, <laughs> loco level, but just everything. And I struggle like. Yeah, like I've got a lot of things from my past and everything's got like a meaning. And yeah. I don't know, she made lots of like, because she knew she was never going to meet her grandchildren, she made Oof. all these like baby blankets and... Okay, yeah, that's fair. Like I'll keep in those ones. Yeah, and like yeah. she quilting and embroidery, so keeping all that. But just, I don't know, everything like... She wrote us letters for oh, our beautiful. like milestone, you know, things wow. like... I had a letter for my wedding. <gasps> like, what if you didn't get married? 
Well, Would I you know, just open it well, and just be like, oh. Well, I, know, I think, yeah, Lex, like we had letters for when we had babies. It's like, yeah, it was oh really Oh, my God. Like, I just get drunk when I'm 45 <laughs> and be like, oh, oh it's never right. fucking happening, Mum. open the letter now. Do you reckon that influences um, your life choices? Well, Being no, like, I'm I mean, never going to get to open this fucking letter if I don't yeah. get married. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Better pump out a baby <laughs> so I can read the letter. <laughs> Just so you know, you can read it without <laughs> popping out a baby. baby. <laughs> no, I think it's interesting about how different your experiences, everyone's experience of grief yeah, is. Very. So there are some similarities, which I love. Yeah. Well, not love, because I don't want anyone to have to experience the, cl- love. Yeah, <laughs> the horrendous grief. All right. Should we talk about some dark stuff with yeah. um, grief? So Dom oh. dying was your first experience of like a full-blown depressive episode uh no it's probably my second okay um one was in uni as well my first year of uni but this was the first one where i had suicidal thoughts that's the first time suicidal thoughts came up for me okay and because he was um and they were so they were kind of fleeting and you know how we talk about we've talked about suicidal thoughts Mm -hmm. yours um like kind of come and go like the weather. Like the yeah. weather. That's how you think about them. Um, my suicidal thoughts are about um, relief. Mm-hmm. Like I feel relieved. Yeah. When I – like there's something about them that is relieving for me. Like I found a solution to a problem. Yeah. And this might come from the first time that I ever had them was after Dom died. Yeah, right. And me being just wanting to f- – like your brain just is working out. overtime. Like I'm just yeah. like, yeah, just want to like Say end uh. this pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like set, too hard, set. Yeah. Because it was too hard. Like, well, Absolutely. not too hard. Like, well, yeah, like – Yeah, because like when you think about mental health, um, everything happened – like, you know, like it doesn't happen in a vacuum. And I think mm. if we're thinking about um, – Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I've just gone from like oh, yeah. living in a house, sharing rent, working, you know, yeah. freelancing fine, you know, that was paying the bills and whatever, to no income. Yeah. Um, can't can't afford rent. Can't like fucking yeah. no idea where I'm gonna live, who I'm gonna live oh, with, like how that's gonna look. Yeah. And because I, I was 32 at the time, you know, my mum was like. You know, why don't you come and live back with me? Home, and I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I can't. I can't. Which is, you know, beautiful, generous offer. Yeah. But I was like, I just can't go that far backwards. Like, yeah. I can't. If I drop this ball, I'm never going to fucking pick this back up again. So I can't. Yeah, wow. You know, I previously moved back with it, like, yeah. after that. <laughs> but this, it seems Never, re- ever. Yeah, fuck. No, it's backwards. But this this oh. time, yeah. Like, knock, knock. Five years later. Let's take a little sabbatical at your house. Um, but I, at that time, it, it felt, felt really important like a, to me that yeah. I needed to like not slide backwards into maybe being infantilized oh, again because yeah. I yeah. like I'd lost my you know you're just losing your independence, oh, yeah. aren't you? Oh, absolutely, like, and like your whole which I did, you know, like when I went yeah I went back to my mom's a uh, fucking COVID yeah, when I had a major yeah. episode because I felt like I dropped the ball and I'd lost. Yeah. everything like I was like I can't even look after myself yeah you know I can't even like this is absurd yeah. that I can't even look out and I have to go home to mom and dad like yeah. that's awful which is not the case that's not really looked like it's I just like kick- my lease was running out and it's it was COVID a, it's a kick in the guards like isn't it yeah it's, conf- it's confronting. confronting yeah absolutely yeah absolutely 
Yeah, like I couldn't. Yeah, not being able to meet your own needs. Is well, your like, whole life got blown up. Like that yeah, didn't happen to me. Rude. Like you know when mom or when Lexi died. Like I didn't lose where I lived, or I didn't yeah. have to change. Like that's a huge. You know, yeah. like it was fucking hard work, George. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie, it was hard work. Yeah. But I did get a nice psych out of it. She was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How the psych kind of stepped you through it? You were pretty consistent, weren't you? With oh yeah, yeah. I was like psycho about the psych. Yes. No punk. Yeah. A full psycho. Yeah. With no, because I was like saving up all the like every time something happened oh, in my day to day life. Because like the whole thing is just like. Your whole life is just sandpaper against your skin when you're, like, oh, that far in grief. That's a great yeah. statement. Fuck. Like, but I would, like, lose it over really random shit. Like, so yeah. our group of friends, we would all meet on a Monday night at a local pub and have a meal. Yeah. And it was, like, 6 o'clock, you know, you come for dinner. Yeah. So this, you know, for the first time in, like, four years, I'm turning up on my own. Yeah. And I'm turning up. So I turn up at, like, 6, but everyone, like, kind of moseys in at 6 Quarter past six, six thirty. Fine that everybody was doing that anyway, but because I was on my own, I was like, "Fuck, guys, the time is six o'clock, not six fifteen, not six. Like, what are you talking about, you fucking bitch? Like, (laughs) relax." But because it was so like, I have to sit here on On my my own. own. Oh fuck! Now I love like I fucking dine on my own all the time. (laughs) It's been a long (laughs) journey. (laughs) Yeah, but I was like really quite sensitive to everything oh, around me yeah. and everything felt like a yeah micro abrasion oh. is that the new woke word for it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. anyway yeah. i'm banging on you t- you tell oh, me about well, your I'll talk about micro it's talking about some sandpaper on the skin i think um something that i thought about when we spoke about grief was being a, a motherless daughter as oh, they call yeah. them um and fucking yeah when you have a baby Fuck. Oh, and yeah. you see women just even now if I see a, a woman out with a baby with her mum helping her I'm like oh must be nice like I'm just so <laughs> so raging about it like oh yeah, yeah. well yeah, got some help have you got some help have you got some care some lovingly passed down yeah you probably don't even appreciate it no they don't no sorry. everybody well, sounds so bitter know. but I'm like fuck you're allowed to be bitter grief does make you bitter it though. does make me bitter like I um remember going up to see my one of my beautiful friends who just had a baby and um she had moved home at that time and she had her mum and her nana there oh so and it's I, four generations yeah, in the one room that's yeah. incredible and i just drove home and just cried the whole oh, way home Georgia, yeah like, fair fuck, that's so fair like you know i mean you know, obviously I had stew, but like I didn't have not the same. Not the same. You're great, stew, but you're not my yeah. mum. Um, <laughs> True. But just not having that. I don't know. Mm. Like they say that when women women have had babies, that you yeah. can spot them a mile away, the motherless daughters, because they're just. And I was that same person, like just reaching out to all the other mums in the mums group, oh. like just trying to connect, connect, like. You just got this kind of desperation about you because you you've yeah. got a you got a fucking huge hole in your life that <gasps> yeah. I don't know that just when you have a kid like it just fucking burns so yeah. hard. Like I remember even um my It'd be so isolating as well when you have you know yeah, it is. having a kid as well. At least like, your mum can be like Yeah, don't have that person that Yeah. 
I don't know, like would drop everything and come and help you. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You just know. And tell you it's, it, it's okay, it ends. Yeah, like I don't have anyone mm. to drop my shit to. Like, yeah. Other than Stu, but that's different as well, yeah. your partner. Like I don't have that person that would always have your back. Yeah. Like that is gone from yeah. my life. Yeah, like he might have gotten rid of the baby bell cheese off the fucking <laughs> list, you know. And he only did, didn't did do it because he didn't know what you were going to do. Didn't know what yeah. I was going to do. A mother would buy two packets. That's right. Uh, sorry, I'm just rubbing it in that you don't have money. I'm a monster. I'm not gauging it. I'm not reading the room at all, Georgia. Uh, I remember, but I was thinking of what it made me think of was Michael played footy last year and it was Mother's Day at the footy club. And yeah. so then all oh. the moms were there and I was like, I've got to leave. I've got to leave. Like, I just can't see all yeah. these fucking women with their fucking mums helping them <laughs> fucking easing the load i was just like oh it's horrible you just feel so alone yeah like it's it's hard to describe and i no, wouldn't you're doing it I just, you literally do <laughs> it literally do it well done and i don't want you know i don't want my friends to be like oh i can't bitch about my mum around because yeah sure i want to yeah. hear about your life and what's going on but yeah yeah it is a huge loss that Absolutely. Hits you in the face daily. And you can also be, I think this is really important, you can also be happy for someone as well as being sad things. for yourself. Yes, that took me ages because I tell you, every time someone had a kid, I was like, fuck you. Yeah. But also, I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm sad for myself. But also, congratulations. Yes. <laughs> yes, I shall throw you a baby shower. I can't wait. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just like that loss of, um, oh, yeah. like, it's watching everyone move forward and get to have partners yeah. and stuff and I just, face. yeah, and I've missed that face. boat because this yeah. it took me so long to grieve Dom, and once I got back in the game, I was probably a bit shit at it for a while, and yeah, yeah here we are, single, single life. Woo, <laughs> yay! <laughs> Don't know if that's going to change anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, it's a jungle out there. It's a jungle. It's a jungle. Uh, okay, so what do you make of this one, Georgia? Yeah, because I read. Um, the Year of Magical Thinking after by Joan Didion. Uh, Huge fan of Joan Didion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um, heard of this one. Yeah, so her, it, yeah. so her partner, um, they're both writers, and her partner just had a heart attack. Just had a heart, had a heart attack and died. Oh, um, yeah, husband. They had one daughter, I think, who actually subsequently died, and she wrote a book about that. Uh, oh, rough trot. One kid. Yeah, and rough they died. trot. Uh, yeah, we're gonna circle back to that. that one. Yeah. yeah. But she, so she writes this book and in this book she's she's beautiful writer and she's describing, you know, her husband and she like kept all his shoes. It's like a kind of a grief thing. Wow. Keep all his shoes because she then, because she thought then he's coming back kind of yes. thing. It had this like. He knows where to find me. He knows where to find. Yep. He's yeah. got the shoes. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fine. But like about halfway through the book, so far she's like got, hit a real sad patch. So she's flown to Venice. And oh, she hit, yeah. hit another sad patch. So she flew to Paris. Oh, and I was like. I want to play, mate. Oh, 100%. I was a bit like. Uh, halfway through, I was like, you and I, we are not having the same experience. <laughs> so sometimes I think grief is a luxury that mm, yeah. rich people have. That's, sometimes I think that. Really like sometimes you just have to go back to fucking work. And fucking get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah to actually sit in it and like yeah oh, fly to paris fly to paris and sit yeah. in it i was like fuck your, off joan he's not, yeah, yeah. he's not coming back because he can't find you because you're in paris hey not because you fucking threw out his shoes oh, i'm a monster i'm a fucking monster but it's like yeah grief is a rich man's game yeah absolutely yeah. even the cost of i guess 
going to the psych and doing all that. Oh, absolutely, like, yeah. You know. That must have been substance. And if you can't work and you like, oh, literally cannot work, didn't have, and that anything. then your income's gone. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a very different experience, isn't it? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I'm literally in cri- Like I just think if I in didn't crisis, have, yeah. and the most beautiful thing, this is a great thing about grief and mental health that, um, like, so many people came. Came out of the work and just yeah, like okay. with messages, support, love, food. Yeah. Oh, I just love yeah. to be cooked for. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I knew that Michelle, like my best friend is Michelle. Love her, yeah. love you, Michelle. Yeah. Um, so we were doing a lot of logistics with funeral and stuff at the house that Dom and I lived in with his brothers and sisters and they were all they're all vegetarian oh. so everyone was dropping off all this vegetarian yeah. food and i'm like a mad meat eater hey <laughs> so my so michelle dropped off a beef lasagna and i was like i fucking love you i love you this is why you're my best friend like i love you i love you me yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that's how i knew she truly loved me that's great. But that's, yeah, that's your beautiful, huge friendship network, yeah. isn't it? Like coming Lovely. to the party. Yeah. Yeah, which is solidified through grief as well. Yeah. And you go a bit crazy, I think, like where you're just like, oh, yeah, I'll try anything. Like people are like reaching out and you're like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Like anything I could do? I was like, yeah, sure, let's go for coffee. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's been a crazy cunt. <laughs> no, maybe I'll leave that out. <laughs> well, I think oh. I remember connecting with you. Was it because it was book club, and then I remember feel like it was no, not no, one no, after because we went pub. at the to the pub because you came up to me and were like, "How are you fucking outside?" Right. And I was like, "What do you mean?" And she was just like, "You were like my sister died when my sister died. I just didn't go out because mate, I feel like maybe we're different there because my yeah. reaction is, and when things get hard." hide i don't want to like people rang me i never called back oh, yeah. like i was just like went to ground and didn't get back to people and just was like i can't deal with it whereas i feel like maybe you still mm. you were wanting the opposite i think i was wanting the opposite i think i wanted because yeah, the experience to be normalized to be like can someone please be going through this with me yeah, now if i'm like okay. in a depressive episode Fuck no, fuck off and die. Okay. Like if yeah. I was to experience anything like that ever again, like you would go to ground. I would now, probably go reckon? to ground now more than. Ah, um, well, now because I've done it, I know what it looks like. I know that I was being a little bit crazy then. Because ah, it is okay. crazy to be. Well, it's not crazy to be out and about. That was just my reaction. That was and your grief reaction. is so different for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember feeling anger at like one of his sister's yeah. reactions to it, which was so unfair. But I just like. Yeah. I just didn't like her reaction. Like, she was quite sad. And I was like, this, you know, it's a I'm celebration sadder. of his life. Oh, no. No, I, it probably was the opposite. At the funeral? No, no, funeral. just in general, I think. Oh. Like, I didn't think it served him any justice to um, be sad about it, I guess, maybe. Yeah, okay. Like, I was. I was fucking crying every night. Like, I yeah. didn't sleep with the light off for a year. Because yeah, wow. I couldn't be alone with my own thoughts in the dark. Oh, yeah. Like, it was fucked. I still struggle with the light on. Yeah. With leaving the light off. Yeah. yeah it's a lasting impact, isn't it? Of oh, absolutely. Fucking scars you, marks you. Yeah, you're not coming back from there nee, anytime nee, soon. Nee, nee, nee. <laughs> you know, there were some funny things, uh, I guess. Well, so. <laughs> oh, tell me I what. have permission to tell this story. Yes. Um, so, I was with my. <laughs> 
twin in the car. Yes. Fuck, it wasn't long after... Um, She's driving. I don't know where we were going. I think we just did a lot of driving then. Yeah, she, she would just pick me up and we would just drive. Yeah. Um, and I turned to her and I said, oh, I just, I just can't believe he died. And she was like, yeah, disappointing result. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And it was such an underreaction. Like, it was so like, I was like, it's not a football game, mate. Like, he's dead. So, um... We both burst out laughing. And she still maintained. She's like, it was a disappointing result. Very disappointing. Yeah. But um, (laughs) now when something like really drastic happens, I'm like, ooh, was that a disappointing result? Was it? It wasn't all um, all bad. (laughs) She's a good egg. Disappointing results. What an understatement. (laughs) Fucking died, man. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood losing any football game is, is a disappointing, disappointing result. Your partner dying is a bloody bomb in your life. Bomb. Absolute bomb. Yeah, it blows that right to fucking hell. Georgia, yep. I've got a quote for you. Yeah. Um, I want to know what you think about it. It's a Nick Cave quote. Yeah. All right. If we love, we grieve. That's the deal. That's the pact. Grief is a terrible reminder of the depths of our love. Absolutely. It's, mm. It is the cost of love. Yeah, because... The cost of love. Oh. It is the cost of love. I don't know. Nothing's permanent. Like, you're just waiting. I don't know mm. about you. Would, do you think that would make you love less? I have thought about it because, uh, you know, when you have people die in your life, then when you have kids and stuff, you do... I don't know. I often think, you know, fuck, when's... When's the next person dying? You know, like, this is just what happens. People die and you're kind of expecting it oh, and yeah. waiting for it. Um, and then I have had that thought where I'm like, oh, don't let it, you know, fully, don't let the grief that you've had permeate the family. Oh, and that overshadow you've, everything. And overshadow the beautiful things that, you, you know, the oh, yeah. beautiful family that I have now. Like, don't, do you know what I mean? Do you think that's a f- like the uh, fear coming of, from a place of fear? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we've discussed this a lot off air. Like, oh, <laughs> I fucking love this about you. I just think it's great. So my, I don't have permission to share this story, but I'm sure she wouldn't care. But um, And if she does, we'll edit it out. But yeah. yeah, so my sister has five kids. Yeah. My other sister has three kids. I have three kids. And, you know, all of us, like, we all just wanted to pump out heaps of kids. Yeah. Like when Stu had the... So you had spares, right? Yeah, we want to have spares. <laughs> <laughs> people, some people you say that to and they just do not get it. They're shocked. They're horrified. And I, mean, I don't. Shocking. Is, I don't literally mean. I don't literally mean space. What I yeah. mean is that I know the fucking reality of death. Yeah. And I'm waiting for it to happen to me again at mm. any fucking moment. Mm. So I'm like, when you tell me that story of that author who had one daughter who fucking died. Yeah. Like, she should have pumped out. She, she should have got her moulds on and pumped out yes, 15. Right. Then she'd have spares. But, and people go, it's, you know, you wouldn't, you know, it doesn't it's replace. Impl- like, you know, you know, if you had, you know, obviously if, if one of your children died, like, Having more doesn't lessen the grief, I guess. But it's just that thing well, it depends of... depends on the child. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? If you have one kid and they die, that's your family gone. It's fucking wiped yeah. out. 
That's rough. Even I felt I'm like three. Come on, that's not enough, Stu. Like he was like, we're having the vasectomy. I'm like, come on, three. Yeah. It's not enough. <laughs> what if we lose one? Like, come on. Oh, and he's, you know, he's of that um, thinking where he's like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, like what you it know, comes losing- from a new. Um, it's a is grief it, is it response. An, yeah. It's not. It's an irrational fear. We would call that it's an, an irrational, irrational fear. fear. It's not completely irrational. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how people have kids. Like, I must be so... Like, when I look at my nieces, yeah. nephews, and I'm like, if something happened to them, I would just be like... Oh, it's horrifying. That's why, yeah. like, neither is... I was like, how do you ever be, a ki- like, a parent if, like, my feelings toward, oh, towards yeah. them are like this? How, how you must feel? yours be? Because you push that out of your body. Yeah, it's Not terrifying. That, that child out it's, of your body. Yeah, because... The- must be so overwhelming. Like, I remember after I had Michael, like, I remember I went to the supermarket on my own, and I was like... <laughs> I can smell like I, he's missing. Like I was like sniffing the air, like, because he's like, that's how visceral, like the smell. I'm like, I'm missing, I'm missing an arm. Like where, like, I don't know. That's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Like feeling like, yeah, like I got to get back there. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't imagine. Obviously neither of us have gone through the death of a child. I imagine that's a whole other level of, of you know, grief and... Okay, I do want to talk about another type of grief, which is um, kind of living grieving. Yeah. So, like, you know, because your mum passed away from cancer, so you've Mm. had, like, sudden death and um, long-term we knew it was coming. Yeah. Do you do... Did you do any of your grieving during... Yeah. That six years your mum was on Oh, absolutely. And mum was doing, like... She was kind of way ahead of us in doing yeah. the prep because she had obviously come to terms with the fact that she was going to die well before anyone else around yeah. her <laughs> accepted that. And, yeah, I think there was a gradual – like whenever when all my friends were out partying in their early 20s, I was going yeah. home every weekend because I knew oh, – yeah. like I was living away at uni, but I went home every weekend because I knew she was going to die. Like <gasps> this time is limited. Like I have to – make the most of it and I kind of isolated myself off a bit from those guys because I just couldn't uh, they were in just a different a very different zone I'm like I need to be here like she's I haven't got long like you know um so there's definitely that um and then I, I think with Lexi it was Obviously, suicide, like, it's such a sudden, even though she yeah. had bipolar, like, it was still shocking. Like, yeah. the, the shock of it, it's such a different thing. Um, but there was definitely some grief with Lex, I mean, prior to that, because her um, bipolar, because she had such a huge episode, like, yeah. she was never quite the same again after... Um, yeah, that first her episode. big episode. So there was a bit of a grief. And I remember mum saying that she had, there was a bit of a grief about grieving who Lexi was. Oh, to... used to be. They say that about kids with, um, who get acquired brain injuries or people oh, that get acquired oh, brain wow. injuries because yeah, they're just like absolutely. completely different. Different people. What, it wasn't that stark. Oh, oh yeah. No, it yeah, manifests in different manif- ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely like, oh. You're... But there can be behavioural changes and. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a quote that you wanted to read? Oh, yeah. So this is um, from an Instagram called uh, Chronically Fabulous. Yeah. Um, Grief is such a strong part of disability slash chronic illness. Mm -hmm. Um, With each new symptom or increased severity, we lose a part of who we used to be. 
lose our hobbies, lose parts of our appearance, lose our dreams and our goals, lose a little part of ourselves. Yeah. That's so brutal. That's so true. Yeah. And even watching someone do Uh, that as well. Yeah. Like when I think about Lex, like, and me to a lesser extent, but like, yeah, she, you know, lost all, she got very overweight and like did lose lose her appearance, like lose... She lost her footing in society, lost her, you know, she used to shake, like just, yeah, those things that get yeah. taken away from you. Yeah. And then what kind of hobby have you got? Yeah, and you'd definitely be grieving that. As, do you reckon she she would have been feeling grief about well, that? She completely fell out of society, lost all her friends, lost yeah. all her, like wasn't able to work, so wasn't able just to connect with people in that. Like yeah. she just wasn't, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, like, absolutely. Just didn't. Couldn't, yeah. Yeah, fucking isolating. Yeah, isolating, yeah. Yeah, if you want a bloody breeding ground for depression, yeah, loneliness has got to be up there. Yeah. Like, it's one of the major ones. Lucky Absolutely. I'm my partner, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, breeding ground. <laughs> Actually, the loneliness of grief, I don't know. Let's, oh, let's, let's talk about that. Absolutely. I don't know if that's just... Um, yeah, separate to me. I guess loneliness and isolation kind of go hand in hand when Absolutely, I think about yeah. it. Like you just feel like nobody else is going through yeah. what you're going through. Yeah. And even if they have gone through it, like I, even when I listen to other people who are currently going through the grief and I can hear their mm, the... the familiarity of what they're going yeah. through and what they're talking about, um, yeah. it's not the same as like being inside it. Yeah. which Because you're like, ah. Oh. And what is it, like 10 years on, I'm still like, Ugh. Still trying to pump out 10 kids. Come on. I know. Come on. Yeah. God damn it. I might lose one. Got to have more. Got to have yeah. a And I, I think mass. my psych always said, my psych said that um, you never get over it. You just, It just settles. Mm. Like it just sits in your fucking body sits and your, in your bloody. Body. It does, doesn't mm. it? Flares up. Oh, so yeah. Well, There's some songs I can't it. listen to. Uh, and yeah, yeah music's absolutely. a big one, isn't it? I remember, we can cut this out if you don't want yeah, to talk no. about it, but at um, at a friend's 40th recently, yeah. you got a bit blindsided, didn't you? When Oh, yeah. Someone yeah. sang one of Dom's songs and I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, like it's been 10 years, so like – am I people allowed to? Yeah, yeah. thing to like. Yeah, which is fine. Like, yeah. Just and also it could up. have gone either way for me personally. Yeah. But it did make me feel super, super vulnerable and want to hide, which yeah. is interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. Even those, you know, closest friends. But like kind of afterwards I was just like, oh, that was <laughs> because I had to sit in the grief and I like to avoid things. Oh, yeah, me so, too. <laughs> yeah. Love a good avoid. Me too. You can't really escape it though, grief, can you? Nah, it'll fucking get you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I had this friend who um, I, I went to a party um, and his partner had passed away from bowel cancer yeah. the year before and I just, like, couldn't even be near him. Like, the, yeah. his energy was so familiar oh. but, like, not really in a good way because I was yeah. like, oh, I know what that feels like. It's so raw. Oh, my God. He was so raw. I could barely go near him. him. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, I said hi and was polite and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you didn't just... Yeah, I didn't just be like, no, nah, fuck off. No, but then the next year I saw him again 
you know, a, maybe it was a year later yeah. and I was like, hey, man, how are you? And he was like, oh, yeah. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, like you're in the second year. Nobody tells you it's fucking worse than the first year. Oh. He was like, oh, my God, thank you so much for telling me that. And I, he was like, I feel so relieved. And I was like, yeah, because everyone expects yeah. you to be fucking over it and you're just not. Oh my God. I said, mate, you've only just begun. No offense. Sorry. <laughs> only the beginning. <gasps> and I've already gone and lost my mind. Oh, I love it. So good when you sing because you're louder than me and better than me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then we had this beautiful moment where I was like, oh, my God, come in the corner and trauma bond with me. Oh, and we yeah. just sat and I was like, tell me, like, we just talked about his oh, experience of, shit. yeah, of yeah. nursing his partner. Like, yeah, he'd seen some fuck shit. And I was like, I was like, yeah, just bring it on, man. Like, I know what, you know, know I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, like it's horrendous. Yeah, and we were managed. We managed to have like a really like horrible dark laugh like, about some <laughs> of the, the things that happened. Laughs. They're the best laughs. Yeah, <laughs> but also it, I was like, oh, this is so lovely to be able to relate to someone. Oh, absolutely, and actually say some like quite confrontational things. And they don't blink. And they don't blink an like, eyelid. Yeah, they yeah. just give. They just give you their story as well, and you're just like, oh my god, I Thank this has been. In my, I know this has been in my body for like ten years. Yeah. I needed it out. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it was actually, there is an upside to grief. Like, you, you get invited to a fucking party you don't want to be at. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but then there's that thing that the difference when you're, like, talking to people that just haven't been there, can't relate, can't. Like, maybe this is what you find funny and what you don't. But I know, I remember telling oh. a friend, I was, I can't remember what the funny story was, but basically the build-up to the funny story <laughs> was that, my sister had died, but then there was yeah. a funny bit at the end, and she got, you know, she got caught up on the fact. Hang on, the setup. Your, your sister, <laughs> the setup. Your sister died, and was like, you know, oh my god, no. I'm like, no, I'm trying to tell you a funny story. You're fucking missing it. You're missing it. Move on from the setup. Oh, Have you yeah. had the same thing? Oh yeah, I was at work, and everybody's, and it was like in a, um, it was at a magazine, like a news magazine. Yeah. And <laughs> this is fucked. So, and I blame Sarah for this. <laughs> So we were watching the news and it was like a really serious, maybe it was like when even when COVID started yeah, hitting yeah. and it was like, you know, it yeah, was serious. really serious, heavy news. And I was like, mm, disappointing result. And then I started killing myself <laughs> laughing. So everyone's like, what? And I was like, oh, no, it's got context. I was like, so, you know, when my partner died yeah. and, yeah, the whole room. You, and this lo- you like lose the room. I lost the room. <laughs> work colleagues. Everyone's like horrified. And I was like, no, no, that's not the no, funny bit. No, no, no. Then I tried to tell them how funny it was that my sister said it was a disappointing <laughs> result. And they it did not. Yeah, I just went to the toilet. It I was just like, I need to go to the toilet. It didn't now. land well. It didn't. Nothing. You said no to leave the room. Yeah. Backing out. Yeah, it landed well. It was. Everyone, I was just piling it on. People <laughs> were just like, so you're fucked. Your sister's fucked. Everybody's fucked. You're I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to go to the bathroom for yeah, 15 just, minutes just until you out. forget that I said all of that. <laughs> Please forget. Please forget. It's a good story. It's a good story. It's about the story. Anyway, it's all about timing, isn't it's it? It's about the timing. It's about the laughs. Yeah, absolutely. All well, right. Always good to laugh with you, Georgia. Yes. But I've got to go home and go to bed. Yep. Um, me too. So next week we are next fortnight. But next fortnight we don't possibly yeah don't yeah. commit. We possibly think we're going to talk about carers and caring. Um, yes. That may change, but that's the plan. At yes, this that stage. is. We just have to ask a beautiful friend of ours to come on and yeah, share all her knowledge with it. Yeah. So what it's like to be to care for someone um, yeah. who has mental illness or and caring the anyway. mental 
impact of being a carer and the mental illness impact on carers themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good topic. Georgia. Yeah. Good topic. topic. Love. All right. So we love you all. Yeah. Um, Shoot us a voicemail. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us your grief story, especially yeah. the funny ones, because it can be funny. We absolutely. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. And we will see you in a fortnight. See you in a fortnight. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening. If you can believe it, we're on social media and plugging the shit out of it. Follow us at Going Loco Podcast on Instagram and Going Loco on Facebook. Want to join your peeps? Come and hang out in the Going Loco Lounge on Facebook groups. And look, you've probably never heard this before, but rate and review and chuck us five stars and we'll love you forever. Also, got a story about Going Loco? DM us on socials, shoot us an email or leave us a speak pipe on the website. You'll find all the links in the show notes and we'll be going loco fortnightly. So tune in.